Good evening, Island Church and everyone else that's uh, checking in on our broadcast and uh, listening to the teaching uh, this particular time. Uh, we're fixing uh, this weekend on the 18th, beginning our uh, Fall Harvest Conference, and we invite all to come and be a part of what God's doing. Now, we're going to get back quickly into our, into our teaching on uh, fighting this warfare. And uh, one of the reasons, I think if you go back through things that I've taught uh, here in this format on this platform, uh, a lot of it kind of focuses around the same thing of actually, uh, as, as all of this oppression has come up, we have to come up higher. Listen, I can't, I can't give you things that just may, you know, may, may excite you, may stimulate you, whatever. I got to give you stuff that's going to help you. Because, you know, we need help in these days. We need help in this, uh, all that's going on. And the good news is, is the Word of God is such a help. It's God's help. And one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit, which is one of the seven attributes or personalities of God, is a helper. And so many times you just got to cry out to God, Lord, I need help. I need help. Uh, uh, ask God to give you, as we said, I think yesterday or, or back on Tuesday, ask God to give you a, a hunger for the word. You know, I mean, if you're, if you're disinterested, disconnected, not engaging, say, Lord, help me to connect, to engage. Give me a hunger for the word of God. Empower me to be interested. You know, I think of all the things that I'm interested in and how, how uh, uh, many of them are just really, you know, they're not life-changing. They're not, uh, uh, you know, just little hobbies that I do and things like that. But the eternal things that I'm interested in, those are the values of my life. That's what keeps my mind right. That's what keeps oppression off of me. That's what keeps joy in my heart. Keeps me moving forward with expectancy of that which God is going to do. So we were looking at... Uh, 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 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, uh, to the pulling down of strongholds uh, and casting down, I like this, casting down imaginations. Uh, the Passion Bible says fantasies. Now, literally, the stimulation of information from the world and the world system is designed to produce a fantasy, an imagination in your mind. Uh, they do everything from sell soap, advertising, to promote political causes, you name it. And they use that uh, to try to manipulate the thinking of men and women. And all that is in the world system, which is fallen, is the devil's way of manipulating the thinking of humanity, of the human family. And he's done a job of it over the past uh, 6,000 years as he's interacted uh, with the human family. I mean, there are people that think things today that are just beyond imagination. People that are involved in sin and iniquity and on levels that, that we don't even talk about and mention because it's so heinous, it's so awful. And so uh, we thank God we were rescued out of that. Oh, thank God for the blood of Jesus that delivered us from it, rescued us out of it, and placed us in this brand new life and lifestyle. Well, not only are we born again, in our spirit, man, uh, but we have to do what God says with our flesh and with our mind. We've got to present that body as a living sacrifice unto God. You've got to use it to worship. You've got to use it to praise. And you've got to take care of your body. Uh, I've had some things. I'm, I'm 64 years old now. I figured out the other day I wasn't 24. And, uh, you know, there's some things. I'm making some adjustments even now to begin to go into this late middle age part of my life so that I can be strong in my body, be healthy in my body. Uh, those are the, just things we have to do. But the most important is to make application of the Word of God to where what you see in the Bible and what you believe in your heart becomes what you think in your mind. 
because literally that is what keeps you in the victory and keeps the enemy from using these imaginations. Now, you say, well, pastor, I, I'm praying for things and, and I'm believing God and my, I've got my imagine. I'm trying to imagine what I, it would be like with, with the answer, with the pain gone, with a good doctor's report, with the, that's not, that's not fantasy. That's the reality. That's called hope. Listen, the world, it produces a false hope. It's always negative. But God produces a divine hope in which when you look down into your future, you don't see yourself beat up, drugged down, sick, uh, without. You see yourself blessed with the blessings of God. You've got to learn to cast those imagination down and make a decision. I'm not going to let the devil take these bricks of imagination and fantasy and build another insecurity in my life. That's how he does it. One brick at a time. This little thought, this little idea, this little experience, this little thought, this little idea, this little, oh, see how bad it is? Oh, see how worse it's going to get? See, now he's stimulating you. He's trying to project into your future destruction, pain, hurt. That's the devil. Get that out of your mind. You've got to resist that. Resist the devil. Engage in the Word of God. Use your authority. Speak out loud. No, devil. I'm not going to think like that. I'm going to think the thoughts of God. I have the mind of Christ. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Thank God for my sound mind. Because if you allow it, He'll make you think you're crazy. I mean, He'll literally oppress you, depress you, obsess you with thinking. And next thing you know, you'll lose your mind. You don't want that, but that's the enemy's aim towards you. So we, we cast down imaginations. That means we speak against them. I do not think like that. I will not think like that. Then it says this. Casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Now listen, every negative event of your life, every negative drama of your life tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. We've called it for years the, uh, the fact and truth reality. The fact may be you're sick. It tries to exalt itself above by his stripes. I'm healed. How do you keep that word exalted? How do you keep that thought exalted? By speaking it. By meditating. When your body is racked with pain. I've done it. I've been through this several times. When my body was racked with pain. When my body was racked with symptoms. I would speak the healing scriptures. Speak them over and over. Then I'd lay in the bed. I remember one particular time I came home from a hunting trip. And man's symptoms hit me like a freight train. Uh, it was after Ike, the, the hurricane that destroyed the island. Uh, uh, Leah was out somewhere, and, and, and I had to send someone to go pick up Breland. And, and I just went into the bedroom where I was staying. And I just took a while, and I worshiped God, and I meditated on the Scripture. And I remember uh, falling asleep as all of those Scriptures I was confessing were rolling over and over and over in my mind. And I fell off to sleep. And I wake up, I woke up, and man, those symptoms were still there. They, may, they were may, may have even been a little stronger. So I got up and gathered myself, and I spoke those healing scriptures again. I worshiped God. I thank God for my healing. I laid down on that bed again, began to feel myself slipping into sleep. And as I did, I began to just roll those healing scriptures over my mind, over and over and over. Woke up again about three hours later. Same thing, same symptoms, same uh, uh, pain in my body. And I did the same thing, got up, spoke those healing scriptures, began to worship God. And then as I fell off to sleep, all those healing scriptures just rolling in my mind over and over and over. That time I fell asleep, it was about 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning, woke up at 8 o'clock the next morning with not a symptom in my body. But that didn't come without a fight. It didn't come without taking that word, 
making it stick in my mind, worshiping God for it, and speaking it out of my mouth. I had to bring into captivity the thoughts. You have the flu. You're sick. You need, to go, you need to go get this prescription. You need to do this. You need to do that. I did not do that. I fought the fight of faith. Sure, there are times when I've went and got the medicine. Sure, there are times when I've gotten the treatment. But this particular time, I just stayed with it till the symptoms were gone. I got up that morning. I checked myself. There was no nausea. I felt my head. There was no fever. I began to worship. I began to thank God as I did. I felt my appetite awaken. I went in. I ate breakfast and just went on. Went on from there. Healed of the Lord. Same way with finances. Same way with everything that we face in life. We've got to bring these things into captivity. Captivity is an effort. If you were given an assignment, if you were in the military, and you were maybe part of a, you know, a special group of, of soldiers and, and you know, in the intelligence or, or, or something like that, and you were, you were assigned to go out and, and capture some prisoners, well, there are some things you'd have to do. Number one, you'd have to identify them. Is that the enemy over there? Is that, is that just a civilian or is that the enemy? Is that a civilian? You'd have, to, you'd have to identify the enemy. Then you'd have to come up with a strategy. How am I going to capture him? He's got, he's got a weapon. He's got, he's got, a, he's got friends and, and other people in his army. How am I going to do that? Listen, the same thing with these thoughts that come into your mind. Number one, identify him. That thought's not of God. That's not of the Word of God. That doesn't produce the peace of God. That's not it right there. That's not God. Then, you, then what do you do? You speak the word against it. Say out loud, I don't think like that. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power love. And I don't think like that. By His stripes I'm healed. I don't think like that. My God supplies all of my need according to His riches and glory. You've got to do that. And then if, if you get overwhelmed in a situation, just speak it out. I will not be overwhelmed. In Him I live and move and have my being. I will not be overwhelmed. I am complete in Him. My God loves me. All the promises of God are in Him. Yea, and in, in Him, amen, to the glory of God. If you will do that, then I guarantee you will find some forward momentum in bringing those thoughts into captivity and seeing God do what He has designed the Word to do in your life. In closing, I don't know... Several times we've used this same scripture in closing of a particular subject uh, we've been preaching or teaching on during these, these little times of encouragement. I believe this is a perfect ending for this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. We all know it. We, 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 we use it all the time. Rejoice in the Lord. Uh, rejoice in the Lord God always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Uh, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which patheth all understanding, shall what? Shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. I love it in the Amplified. Let me read it in the Amplified. Uh, there in verse 7. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God. That's talking about punishment. A lot of people's minds are twisted because they think God is out to get them. God wants to get them COVID, give them COVID. God wants to take away their money. That's not true. God has already poured out all of your punishment, all of your judgment upon His Son Jesus. Accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that punishment issue and that judgment issue is taken care of. So, uh, 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 assured of its salvation... Through Christ, fearing nothing from God, being content with its earthly lot. 
whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I've said this for years. My mind is pretty simple, so I don't, I don't, uh, uh, you know, I don't have any other big picture of it. I see it as a as a fort. Out in the Western days, in the in the days of the movement of the of the population of the nation across the great uh, across the great plains of the nation, and they would uh, the the cavalry would go out and build these forts, and that's where the settlers would be protected. That's where they'd fight off the Indians. I know that's just Hollywood's version of it, but that's what I see around my mind. I don't see the demonic. I don't see. I see a wonderful, beautiful wall of all the promises of God. I see great angelic sentries and watchmen upon that wall. I see the Holy Ghost re, uh, uh, reinforcing and strengthening that wall, and it's keeping my mind in peace. Listen to this in the Amplified, the verse before it, verse six. Do not fret. Do not have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, make your wants known to God. One translation literally says this, do not worry. Worry is literally an exercise in frustration. Worry is meditation in the negative. Worry is taking everything the enemy is trying to oppress your mind with and turning it over and over and over till it dominates you and his ultimate purpose is to obsess you. I've listened to some people, especially in the political atmosphere that we're in right now. Some of them that are so sure of this candidate and others that are so sure of this candidate. And every time you listen to them, they're willing to say anything about the opposite, anything about the other, and they're just kind of obsessed with this. And I know they're government officials and they should be responsible uh, for what they're doing and for governing our nation. Same thing's true of the COVID-19 pandemic. I've listened to people talk on a different news program and they're just obsessed with the, with the treatment and the danger and this and that. Oh, they're just, they're just caught up in it. They're obsessed with it. It, it dominates their thinking just, just about the whole time they're awake every day. Same thing with financial things. They're thinking about the stock market, any little, any little bend, uh, this way or that way, an up or a down. And they're thinking about the currency and the, and all this, uh, the antichrist is the mark of the beast. Oh, listen, you can get obsessed with that and it'll rob you of all your peace and you'll just worry and worry and worry and worry. It's amazing how you didn't have to learn to worry. It came to you naturally because you were born into a fallen race. But you don't live in that race anymore. You've been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. You're in the family of God. Do not fret. Do not worry. Do not have anxiety about anything. Take that word and get it into your mind. Think in the word Speaking the word, I call it God's spiritual dynamo. That word in your mind, that word in your mouth, that word in your mind and your heart in your mouth, your mind, your heart in your mouth, your heart, your mouth, your mind, your heart, your mouth, your mind. Every scenario you can think of, worshiping God for it, thanking God. Then when the enemy attacks, you're like, no devil, it is written by stripes I'm healed. It is written, my God shall supply all of my needs. It is written, God has not given me spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That will be the structure of the wall around your mind. And within your walls will be peace. Within my walls are peace. We've gone through a lot. We've seen a lot. But I thank God how powerful his word is to build that wall of security around my mind. I know 
God cares for me. I know he's watching over me. I know that he loves me and that he is perfecting that which concerns me. But I know that because I'm engaged with him in all that's going on in this day and hour. We love you. God bless you. Be with us at Fall Harvest. It's going to be an awesome time. Take and engage in spiritual things and live in the victory in this day and hour. God bless you.